Hi, I'm Alyssa. Hello, I'm Ellie. And this is the After Lights Out podcast. Well, we actually go by the name After Lights, After Lights Out, the rundown, but it is a bit of a mouth. Yeah. Uh, and this isn't technically a rundown of a race. And we haven't actually had a race yet. So we'll just go by After Lights Out for now. But with this podcast, we'll hope, fingers crossed. Yeah, that fingers we crossed. We're uploading pretty much like after every race weekend to give a rundown After Lights Out, you know, as the name suggests. And we do have a lot of content ideas and so yeah. Yeah, Alyssa, you start. Well, I'll start and ask you a okay. question. <laughs> yeah, you go. So we're going to introduce ourselves to everyone. Nothing, nothing too nothing formal, to just chill. I mean, and nothing's going to be formal anyway, is it really? <laughs> not with us. Not with me. I'm not sure about you, but not with me. <laughs> but yeah, first off, it's just simple introductions. First off, we're both from England, so we'll get that out of the way. Yeah. And actually, we're both 19, but someone turns 20 very soon. <laughs> So, yes, and it's not me. So, yeah, anyway, apart from the podcast, Alyssa, what are you currently doing? I feel like I'm interviewing a driver. <laughs> um, I'm a university student at the moment, so I'm studying biology which has absolutely nothing to do with motorsport, but I've always loved Formula One. So, um, yeah. Ellie, did you want to say what you're doing? Well, everyone probably already knows since I've gone about it all the time. Um, I'm, also <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently uh, studying mass communication and I have a blog, which if you're listening to this and you've never read anything on my blog before, then you should. Yeah, read it. Um, Stop this just... right now and just go read it. <laughs> It is ellidoesf1.com. It's great. Ellidoesf1.com. Write it down right now. But on top of that, there are a few um, other writing experiences and opportunities that I'm in the middle of getting, I guess you could say. So hopefully sometime soon I'll be able to like share what I'm up to. And But yeah, I've been watching Formula One for, uh, well, since 2018. So I met my boyfriend and then I got into F1. And uh, to be honest, everyone also probably already knows that because I chat about that all the time too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my first full, like the first full race weekend I watched was Austria 2018. And since I've just, yeah, I never thought it would be a sport that I would get into, but here I am and I love it. So, I mean, I've yeah. been watching like not all the time, but I've been watching it for like as long as I can remember. Like every Sunday at Beyond when I was having a Sunday dinner. So. Mm. See, that was like football for me. Um, I I would always like have a summer dinner and football would be on and never anything else. when they used to show Formula One on Channel 4. (laughs) Yeah, well, see, I do remember that. I'm not that that new. I do remember that. Yeah. I prefer it on Sky Sports F1 anyway. (laughs) My nan used to like watching it for the crashes. She would would just always have it on because, you know, like first lap drama, the first corner, there's usually some sort of like scuff, like something goes wrong. And she just like, she watches it for the drama. It is, (laughs) yeah, it's very exciting. I think I I have time to thank for that. (laughs) I never really got the high. Like when I was younger, I didn't really get the high because my friend actually, so I used to go to her house on on a Sunday. And her mom was really like into like Formula One and stuff. And she would mm. always say, Oh, Ellie, you come and watch the Grand Prix. And I'd be like, No, oh, thanks. I'm going to play. So I never watched it. But like, whenever I was there, it would always be on. Not that I really paid much attention. But now, yeah. If I miss the race weekend, yeah, I'm so sad. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I have to yeah. turn my phone off during a race weekend nowadays. Like, if I'm going to miss it for something else, I will oh not have God, Instagram on. I will turn off all notifications. I cannot have it spoiled for me. I need to know what's happening. No, I did that. I went, I was, uh, I didn't watch Belgium. I was at the spa last year. 
I didn't watch that live. I was doing something. And uh, I had one of my friends, Imogen, big shout out. Hello, if you listen to this, I hope you are. But she was like messaging like me all the time, like letting me know what was going on because my signal was not the best. So I couldn't get on mm-hmm. like Twitter. And I was like, and then I got back and watched the race and I fell asleep. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and it was actually quite a decent race as well. It, it was. was only like a 10 minute nap, but if you're tired, you're tired. The sound exactly. of the engines just lulls you sometimes. Exactly. It I does. know the feeling, I know the feeling. Yeah. Now I probably because it's something that I want to like go in and like work wise and career wise. Well, some aspect of sport. Yeah, I would not watch it anymore. I'm a bit yeah. obsessed. But I like a bit too much. I'm kind yeah. of jealous. I wish I had done some sort of media, but no, stuck with biology. Biology was never my um It's all right, because I can do this on the side. You're my side piece. <laughs> Wing woman. Anyway. Oh, okay, so what is your favourite everything, I guess? Like, your favourite team, favorite driver, like, circuit? Um, we'll go favourite race first. There were quite a few uh, good races last year. Oh, yeah, um, 2020 was a good year. I think, considering tracks that I hadn't been raced at for a long time, so uh, Magello was very exciting. I mean, it, um, the beginning was exciting, and then it was like kind of. Fun. But there was all of the like red flags and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was that like, was Michelle. Now, yeah, you I mean, I, that, I did enjoy it. <laughs> um, outside, I enjoyed that. Like you know, I think you need a bit of excitement, but not to the point where someone gets hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Fine. I'm always um, inclined to like races where the weather plays a role. Like if it rains, those are usually like. Yeah, people actually have to think more, you know, like, oh my god, when are you gonna pit? Because is it gonna rain now? Is it gonna rain later? How heavy is it gonna be? It just adds like a whole new element of excitement, and it's just I don't know, I just prefer wet weather races. It might also be the Brit in me that dislikes the rain. Well, if I was at a Grand Prix and it was raining, then I don't think I'll be too happy. Oh, I would be annoyed, but if I'm watching it on TV, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I also think I was watching Drive Survive, the new series yesterday. Oh, it was so good. I was watching Pierre's Monday episode and I was just, that race was really, it was just so, it was so unexpected, like the outcome. Mm, and he's getting to that outcome was one of like, my favourite Formula One drivers, so, like hands yeah, down, like great. he's, I mean, I just, I just love him. He's like, I don't know what it is. I, I think it's think, like his journey, like, you know, so much has happened to him so many different things have not gone wrong but like he's had like it's like a roller coaster like ups and downs he's still like there and he's still trying his hardest he's still getting all of these amazing results and I don't know I like really admire that it's one of my favorites yeah he has definitely like come out of the other side of everything that kind of not went wrong but everything that didn't go to plan I guess you could say yeah um so but I don't think there isn't there can't be a person who doesn't have a bit of a soft spot yeah no think, he's just seems like one of the nice ones yeah <laughs> if that um, I mean I don't know him personally but Ellie might soon I also support the British drivers of course George oh yeah you've Mando, got to uh, Lewis you have to kind of they're all just be patriotic and luckily sense. they're all really really good otherwise it'll be like yeah pity I mean Lewis is certain time world champion possibly that'll be another one depends on the season ahead but team wise I'd say probably McLaren but I wouldn't say because now that Daniel's there I think but obviously when Carlos was there I still supported them and and they were like my favorite team but I think now that Daniel's there it's going to be good to see how that dynamic is different Mm. um I know everyone's kind of been like oh like it's going to be like they're going to be so funny together and it's going to be like meme after meme and all of mm-hmm. that but I don't, at the end of the day like 
that's mm. not why you should be supporting a team but yeah definitely not McLaren's also one of my favorite teams I have a couple of their like merchandise just because like when I on the off chance that I get some money that I can spend on Formula One merch I will probably spend it on McLaren or Red Bull Red Bull's another one of my favorites I know they're a bit like the you know I don't know how to describe it but they're kind of not I don't know I have a love-hate relationship with them sometimes I'm like yeah Red Bull and other times they'll make a decision I'm like I don't agree with that decision and so you know I think I would say Alpha Tauri as well seeing them especially especially last year but even in 20 wait when they were still Toro Rosso I think even then I don't know there was just something about that team that was a really good team say that that they were going to improve and now that they have Yuki as well after it's, seeing like his talent, test in yeah. that, um I think it's hard not to it's hard not to like the team support that yeah team. yeah I think they're very likable they've got two likable drivers I know other teams don't always have the most likable drivers but yeah I'm really looking forward to like that dynamic in Alcatari as well like how good is he going to be against Pierre I know I think yeah I think especially after seeing his test in last when he when he was going like purple and stuff and I was sitting there watching it and I was like, no way, it's like he just done that. But he did. <laughs> they're definitely gonna be higher up in the midfield. Yeah. Um, they were and they have been previously. So yeah, I think they're definitely... they've just been getting better and better every season. So I, yeah, you know, this upward trajectory, I just see them doing really well this year as well. Hopefully they can get some more podiums or maybe even a win, that'll be exciting. I know. I think I think it might happen. Definitely, definitely some podiums. Yeah. But I guess we'll just have to wait and see. It's exciting. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of teams this year who are probably going to do a lot better than what they did last year. Like, I don't know. I just feel like that. I feel like Ferrari's going to be better this year. Hopefully. Hopefully they've sorted out some of their problems because I just want to see them, you know, growing up, Ferrari were almost like always one of the dominant teams. So like I always imagine them like be at the top and when they're not, I'm like, this feels wrong. <laughs> I mean, even even when I wasn't watching Formula One when I was younger, like everyone knew. Everyone knows Ferrari, Ferrari yeah. Like, who they were. And so I think now watching it and actually, you know, like having a passion for it and like understanding like what's mm. going on and stuff, I think. Um yeah, you just have kind of have to hope that a team like that, they're so iconic. And, you know, you think of Ferrari and you think of Formula One, you think of Formula yeah. One and Ferrari. So it's kind of like... It's, this, this, it's an it amazing brand they've built, yeah. The team. Empire, um, almost, you know. Nothing can rival yeah. Ferrari's the reputation. I don't know. It's just like everyone knows Ferrari. Everyone, I mean, everyone's kind of a Ferrari fan, even if you're not, you kind of are, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would probably agree with that, to be honest. I'm always rooting for them. I mean, I not necessarily, like, support them all the time, but I'm always rooting for them to do well, just because I don't like seeing them near the bottom of the grid. Yeah, I know. I like I know to see mean. them do well, and it's it's sad when they don't. Yeah, but, I think when you compare, like, when you look at how well we're doing in 2019 with the pools and, and the wins, mm-hmm. and then you compare that to last year where they were struggling for yeah I don't think there was there wasn't a Ferrari pool last year um no there was only the podiums yeah so it's like what what actually happened like something definitely must have changed um, yeah or maybe they actually just had an illegal engine in in 2019 like they, everyone they definitely I mean not to like say anything too controversial but I'm something had to have been going wrong you know something wasn't right because how could they go from dominating to 
you know, fighting for the last points in some races that when was it was it an episode of you yeah it must have been a new episode of Drive mm. I don't know which one and there was a there was a shot of, of Seb and there was a shot of George and the Williams and like the Ferrari was that and the Williams and I mean the Williams was that Monza no I don't really maybe I maybe, think it was when know. Seb had the brake failure but like yes still you yes. should have been going a lot faster than the Williams anyway um, Speaking of Seb, Aston Martin, I am so excited to see where they go. They by far oh. have the best livery on the grid. Hands 100%. down. That 100%. colour. I want everything that colour. It's in pink <laughs> as well. The green and the pink. It just looks because it's, it's, it's best not the same pink as last year. It's like a hot pink. And it's just no. as soon as I saw it, I was like, no way. So I've gotten so used to seeing a pink car on the grid. I was a little skeptical. I like, know. Are we gonna be able to notice this car as much? Is it gonna stand out? You know, I love it. <laughs> but yeah, there's so much like change in a good way when it comes to like liveries this year. Obviously, you have like you know McLaren who are who have a quite similar livery as last year and in the past, and Mercedes obviously with the black, black Mercedes livery is I think I probably prefer it a bit more like normal silver one. It's more. I don't know if that's like, controversial. No, I prefer it. It just looks nicer like small sleek it looks like yeah oh my god fate um <laughs> i think the, the message behind it as well i said this in in my recent blog post um the message behind having the black livery is kind of quite powerful like with the mm, yeah. racism and um, really with Lewis like, being in that team quite happy so, that mercedes are doing all of this to like push important messages because it doesn't seem like many of the other teams are doing everything they can i mean you know totally agree but then i'm you know, race we all race as one. Do we? <laughs> Do we really? <laughs> no, I think that's definitely another topic of podcast. That can be covered in a later episode, um, I'm sure. Because I could talk about that for hours, but same. Yeah, I think you know, you also have McLaren as well who have end racism on I don't know what is it on there? Yeah, oh sorry, yeah. yeah McLaren are another team that have been they do a lot as well for even like mental health charities like they have that partnership with mind which in- other teams don't necessarily have no um, but it needs to be so I think that's also about more and like that, I'm glad that they are the only issues. raising awareness on these types of things but then again these aren't the only issues that we're facing in the world at the moment I mean I'm glad that they're doing it don't get me wrong <laughs> but I feel like it would be nice to see more teams doing more to push positive messages because they have a big influence on what people think and what people do like they might not especially with the whole aspect of more diversity and in more mm. sport and stuff I think that, that's really important and yeah that doesn't even like not even that doesn't end at racism as well no. so you know you need to see more people of colour and people from you know minority backgrounds and women and things like that so can't wait to see I a woman in the sport it's definitely something that needs to be pushed more and yeah I'm hoping that within the next 10 years it will be pushed more. Thankfully, we've got Lewis on the grid, who's very vocal about all of these. He shouldn't be the only one, I think. No, he definitely shouldn't more be the drivers only one. Maybe following his footsteps, but that is also a discussion for another day because I could talk about that for ages. <laughs> um, but yeah, least favourite livery. Um, oh, gosh. Um, I didn't like Haas. It just... I prefer like when they had the um I liked when they had the white like I mean they have white now but you know the when they were doing pretty well with the red and the black and the white I quite I like those like, colors. Um, I mean this is probably quite controversial because nobody likes rich energy but I like the gold that they had on the mm. car when they were. I mean we could have energy. found another sponsor that had gold. <laughs> you know? I know. But... 
um, um yeah I just yeah, don't I, like just it. I mean not... it's not ugly like it's fine I just don't like it too much compared to like other the white looks quite bare I think the white because they've not got that many sponsors on it looks quite bare I just remembered something that I had like a problem with it was all of the blue um I don't know why like every team well, not every team but a large number of teams decided to have blue as their color scheme because I noted I this nice but I think it does I love all the blue but like I noted during like watching the testing it's so hard to tell apart the different teams like on the you know on the left hand side they'll have like the names yeah, of the teams I was just about to say that on the time and all of the shades of blue are so similar like they just have like a yellow splash in there or something I, <laughs> I like that oh yeah I like the alpine car that was that's nice that it was different. Really nice. I missed the Renault yellow though. No, I see. I don't think I'm missing it. Do you know what I mean? I it was just so easily that. identifiable. But now I feel like this season, it's going to be harder to tell some cars apart. Yeah, I, I agree. Especially like when, I mean, during the, the nighttime at Bahrain. The Alpine, they're very similar. Yeah, they just with seem the, to. With the blues and stuff. If they're coming from like the end of the straight towards the camera, it's quite hard to tell. I mean, it might just be me not being very like observant that is a possibility um it just seems it might it just seems a bit hard you know to tell them apart I mean I'm sure it'll get easier as I get used to the new liveries but like because I'm so used to looking out for the yellow for Renault the pink for Aston Martin Racing Point for India, whatever you want to call them I'm so used to like these like (laughs) so used to seeing these colors for a while yeah (laughs) um yeah I think I don't know I think I'll get used to it quite quickly uh, it's more the timing sheets that I'll be like, who's who? Because you've yeah. got drivers who have moved teams and it's like, why haven't they got... So like Daniel, it's like, why has he got orange next to his name? And then I remember <laughs> that he's not... You know, Renault, well, they do exist, but they're not... They don't exist as Renault anymore. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be like, weird not seeing Sebastian with a red. With little. red. I was just about to say, like, when he's got like a green, I guess it's green. Um, yeah. I don't really know because they could all be shades of blue, to be honest. <laughs> If you're that far enough away from the telly, everything kind of looks the same. I know, we all need like binoculars. But then again, like, I am like, probably fine. But yeah, I think especially I, like I do, but... for new people getting into the sport. Like luckily for us, we've known the drivers and not known the drivers. But, you know, like we we know all of these decisions that have been made. We know all the teams and we know what drivers are at what team. But say if you've just gotten into the sport and you don't know who's who, who's at what team, it might be quite hard to differentiate. Like you might. especially with the colours like I always used to use them as a key point of telling the difference when I was trying to yeah when I first got into it I was like I used to to learn all my teams and drivers and everything by who drove for like which colour and if the colours are which (laughs) (laughs) I know Um, what you mean um, yeah I did the same more like later on when they changed it to the side so the the names went at the bottom of the screen they're on like the left hand side it was just I don't know it's just hard now I think they have this in Formula E and I was watching it and I was like why don't they do this in F1 you know how to have the I'm sure it's always just the first three letters like what's on the timing screen and mm-hmm. um, of it of their surnames on the halo yeah because that would make things so much easier. Oh, even, even like some number, drivers then, some drivers have some their drivers social media I think Lando might do uh, don't call me on that but some of them have their social media and Lewis and Valtteri have different colour things, like the purple and the blue. I don't blue. know if they still do. They did, but they, I, was oh. trying to, I was trying to figure out, but then it tested, and I suppose there's only one car, so I can't have to figure it mm. out. But yeah, which team and driver do you think will surprise us most? I think there's probably quite a few. 
but I haven't. I like to think that Yuki's gonna surprise us. I, I mean, yeah. surprise us in a good way, not like a like oh bad you know bad surprises. I think he's gonna like really push Pierre, and I want to. I really want to see that. I want to see Pierre pushed. I think Aston Martin. Um, yeah, just in general. They obviously did they did really well last year, and obviously there was a bit of controversy with it being the pink Mercedes and whatever. Um, and obviously at testing, <laughs> they kind of struggled. They didn't have as much time as they hoped yeah. they would have had. And so Seb Seb has as well, I think Lance is a, that he brings. Everyone seems to discount Lance, but he is a really really strong driver. Like on a good day, yeah. he is he can he can win a race if he wanted to. Do. I mean. Was it Turkey last year that he had some oh. problems and he got the pole and it was just really, yeah. really good to see. But, you know, I think um, they should do well. I think Aston Martin, yeah. And Ferrari, I really want to say, like we've said. I think, like we've said, every, everyone just wants Ferrari to do well. Yeah, please. The top three teams usually, well, traditionally, I guess. Not traditionally, but you know what I mean. Uh, you always think of like Mercedes, Red Bull, and Ferrari, and now it's Mercedes, Red Bull. They're like the top two, and then you've McLaren got like, every single team in the midfield, <laughs> the midfield, and then you have Williams, Haas, <laughs> Williams, Alfa Romeo, Haas. But then this year, Alfa Romeo is not bad actually. They can Williams push. might be in the midfield, so it's like I just want some Williams points. Is that too much to ask? For? Yeah, I know what you mean. I George just Klein. I feel like they've been struggling for so long. It's just it hurts me to watch them at the back of the grid. I think they said might because they've, they've said that they've got a few upgrades and halves in comparison don't because um, well, they didn't focus on the twenty twenty one so, car. They're just straight away focused at twenty twenty two, which yeah, I mean so fair enough. But like you still got a season to do. Like in theory, though, if Williams are bringing upgrades, then in theory they should they should be a little bit better than halves. And they've got the Mercedes engine. I mean, Mercedes engine is always going to be a good one. And I feel like if they can just like utilize that and give it to their like advantage and stuff, I I think I really just want points. Yeah. yeah, Um, Yeah. I mean, I don't have the highest of expectations. Like, I don't think they're going to be hitting podiums season like at all, but like certainly some point finishes. Nicholas, like, it's he's had a few. I wouldn't say like not bad races, but he's had a few incidents in races where mm. yeah, I just think like that's... oh my god. But I think that's oh. not to say he's a bad driver because if he was a bad driver, then he wouldn't have. Yeah, I mean, it was talent. also this is not like defending. This is like it was his rookie season. Like mistakes are going to be major in the exactly. season. But if he were to exactly. make the same mistakes this year, mm, I just can't see it going over like too lightly. You know, when it comes to the championship, I think Lewis will. Mm. probably get his age. I'm really um, like confused about Mercedes. <laughs> are they um, good? Yeah. Are they bad? Or were they just sandbagging? But they did it did look quite unstable. I mean I don't know a lot about cars, but the rear end of that car looked quite unstable with Lewis spinning. I feel like they didn't get as many laps as what they, they wanted to. Yeah. But then and they then will there's, there's no way that they could dominate for like seven years. And then just and suddenly then... drop off. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way that, that would happen. Um, no, and I think with Lewis signing this one-year contract extension, um, yeah. and and that's it for the minute. That he's not signed for two years or anything further than like this season. I, I think, think he could retire at the end of the year. Yeah, maybe. I don't want him to because you know he's a face I've grown to like know in the sport that like I respect. But yeah, he's. I don't want him to retire, but I don't know. I feel like he'll take on a more senior role if he does retire. Like within the team, I don't think you can just give up racing. That's not maybe a pursue more of a music career. I know he's been 
dabbling in the music. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if he focused on that music and then also obviously he has the Hammer on Commission as well. Yeah, he's um, got a lot of things going for him. He can do so much with what he's got. The position that he's in is quite enviable. But I would like to see, because last year when you look at like Formula 2 mm-hmm. um, and you see how close the championship was until like literally like the last few laps of the last race, I would love to see that in F1, like with Red Bull, I would really like to see them take that battle I, to Mercedes, but I, I still it, don't think this year. Yeah. I think Lewis will definitely take like the championship, but I do think that maybe Max could be second. I Yeah, if Mercedes do have a few struggle races, I really think that Max could win the championship. I know Red Bull were like really pushing to make him like the youngest world champion. Can they even still do that? Wasn't Seb 23 when he won his first championship? And, and Max is over. 23 now, so... Yeah, and then it sort of would all come down to, like, days and... and then he'd be 24 by the end of the year. Like, yeah. Depends so. when, if he wins the championship halfway through the year. Like, if Mercedes... I, they won't be, but if Mercedes are suddenly really, really bad, they're not going to be. I know they're not going to be. Yeah, I think they'll surprise everyone in Bahrain next weekend. I think when you look back at testing and mm. then you look at, at next week in comparison... Yeah, it'll be a big difference, and I really I hope it will that surprise everyone. Sergio can push Max, like finally have a teammate that can push him. I mean, it's yeah. no fault to Alex or Pierre, but in the Red Car, they just weren't meshing with it. I guess. Yeah, when they mesh yeah, well in AlphaTauri, he has a lot of experience that like Alex yeah. and Pierre didn't have. I would like to see that battle become. I would like to see it become more of a battle, really. Like, because in the past few years, it's just been like Max, like, <laughs> so far ahead. But yeah, and obviously I would love Aston Martin to do well. Yeah, I mean, if you were to have like a bold assumption, who would win the championship? It would be Mercedes. A bold, like one that's like out of the ordinary. Oh, a bold championship, it wouldn't be Mercedes. Um, (laughs) Ferrari championship. (laughs) Yeah, you see, Red Bull. Aston Martin. Seb, I want Seb to get his fifth world championship, match his driver number, and then just retire and live his best life. I think that would probably be my sad in the Aston Martin. Really hope that's I'd love to see McLaren world champion, but I mm, give it a few think, years and maybe yeah, I think we need to see how the knows after the new regulations introduced for next year. Anything can happen. I have high hopes for it. Fingers crossed. Yes, me crossing the fingers. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think it's definitely going to be a very exciting season. Yeah, we've definitely got a exciting season. Hopefully, they'll all go ahead. Hopefully fans will be out back. At some sometime. point, when it's safe. I don't want to push things before it's safe, you know. Just no. I take what I can mm. get. <laughs> I know, you know, we, we have Silverstone booked, but at this moment in time, it's like, in theory, it should go ahead, I think. Yeah, because it's the 21st of June when all of these restrictions are going to be lifted. Yeah. That's in theory. And they've been practice. lifted for like a month then anyway, so. Yeah, but in the UK but... anyway, we've got the, the restrictions like that. Who knows? I have high hopes, yeah. (laughs) But even, like, I know obviously having fans there is just, like, totally adds to the atmosphere and everything, but I think even still, I'll be perfectly happy sitting in my living room on my city, just Mm. watching the race and hoping for some excitement. and Safe excitement, though. I'd rather a boring race than a race that ends in, like, heartbreak or tragedy or anything. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Remotely. 
because I panicked. I think, everyone, <laughs> I think everyone feels that way after um, yeah. Bahrain last year. Bahrain, even some races before that that happened where, you know, bad things happened, you know, big crashes. Every, ever since then, I've been like, oh my God. <laughs> Every time there's, even okay. if it's a little crash, I start not panicking, but I'm like immediately like, you know, has, is the safety really that good <laughs> now? Yeah. Seeing um, it fail a little bit like, stresses me out. I'm even really excited for F2. Mm-hmm. Um, because last year F2 it's was always good. good it's always good so I'm really excited for that um, and F3 as well mm-hmm. but F2 really excited for F2 and the W series I think is supporting yeah. a few races that'll be yeah, yeah I think that that'll push the diversity kind of message a little mm-hmm. bit more in the, in the sense of like you know having more women yeah. in totally like immersed in the actual like whole drive kind of yeah. aspect it's all well and good you know you have women who are you know like us like right now sitting here having this conversation then you have other women who are journalists or writers or other content creators it's all well and good having that but the needs a woman in an f1 seat yeah. at the end of the day and it should happen hopefully yeah if i had enough I money i would buy myself a formula one team and just make it a women's only team just to yeah. push that you know yeah it kind of everything that that's planned for this season kind of gives us a good place to start when it comes to just talking about things that are going yeah, on yeah i feel like there's um, going to be a lot to cover this season so maybe we've made a really good decision here fingers crossed yeah never done anything like this before no I, um no but i think i think it'll be good i do like talking so i can talk if for england i could talk for ages and ages <laughs> Especially about this one, so yeah, honestly, <laughs> I, think, I think as well as uh, chatting about you know like race outcomes and stuff, we should just have little. I say little, it'll be long. <laughs> chats about um, you know different things that we talk about, like the whole diversity issue. And, yeah, any like hot topics that you know topics of the different weekends are going to present different things to talk about. So whatever's of interest, we can cover. It should be really exciting. I feel like I, I have a lot of opinions sometimes. <laughs> And I'll be ready yeah, to yeah. voice all of those opinions. It'll just be me talking for an hour, then you me just nodding along. <laughs> and then, and I don't know, maybe we could see who would be interested in having a chat with her, you know. Mm, we um, can bring other people on here. Fingers crossed. That would be a good addition, as you can see. Addition, as in addition, not addition. I feel addition. like I had to point that out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think we've got a good, a good few things going forward to talk about. I think even just with how exciting this season's going to be, if all the 23 races go ahead, we've got plenty to talk about. Um, even if so, we yeah. don't go ahead, we can still schedule a podcast and still yeah, give out content. With, yeah. Because there will probably be something happened or something happening, especially towards the end of the season with seats and, you know, what teams. You never know, that could happen like halfway through the season. But yeah, I hope it's not as chaotic as last year. Couldn't, we can barely keep up. (laughs) No. I was having to make notes of like what was going on and when it was going on, just because the big something that everyone always seems to be asking is, will George get a Mercedes seat? And if he does, whose seat will he have? so I think that is something that is like going to be That's ongoing for the, going to be good to follow until, until it's announced. Um, and there's things like that. Yeah, he deserves a seat of a car. No. So yeah, I'm very excited. Don't know about you, but I'm very I'm, excited. I'm really excited too. <laughs> and very excited to have everyone listening and, and joining in. Yeah, I feel um, like this has been. I mean, yeah, we were talking a lot. But I feel like this has been quite a good success for an introduction episode. Everyone who is listening right now, if you're not already, feel like a YouTuber. Maybe one day I will be a YouTuber. But um, we've got Instagram and we've got Twitter. Uh, After Lights Out podcast on Instagram and After Lights Out on Twitter. However, the O in out is a hero. (laughs) Please stop uh, taking 
<laughs> out of my accent um, but yeah so make sure you're following both those accounts for all sorts of updates and when we eventually yep. do the podcast things will be there also make um, sure you're following our personal accounts especially Ellie's blog Ellie does F1 uh, but yeah if you're still listening then you're a real one please follow please yeah um, <laughs> engage I don't know what to do <laughs> I don't know how um, these things work very well. This is all very new to both of us, but yeah, I've never done a podcast before. I don't even know. I don't really think you can say like subscribe and hit that bell. Um, <laughs> hit that but the podcast version of that, you know, if there is, do yeah. it. <laughs> yes, yeah, thank you. If you've got this far and you've enjoyed listening to our voices, get in touch. Let us know what you'd like us to cover. If there's anything you want to talk about, and um, maybe even if you're interested in, I don't know. I would say coming on the podcast and having a chat but that could be something for the future. But yeah, if you've got anything that you like, what cover? I say what yeah. instead of us. Um, sorry, that is just <laughs> Jordy and me. Yeah, um, this has been Alyssa and Ellie. Thank you for listening to the After Lights Up podcast. Stay tuned for more exciting content to come. We wish you well. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy. Keep vibing, I guess. <laughs> Bye. Bye.